The JoLynn Braley Show, episode number 275. Why you feel depressed when you stop eating junk. exercise plan. All of that is wonderful. However, that's only 7.2% of the equation. If you do not address what is 92.8% of the problem, then you will stay on that treadmill, that hamster wheel, the hamster wheel of dieting and then binge eating and then being out of control and then dieting again and losing weight, gaining weight, that whole thing, right? It's just madness, isn't it? And super, super exhausting. So if you want to break free of all that, what you got to do is you need to do it from the inside out. You got to go to the root of the problem, heal that, and then you will be free. And it's really, really awesome. You know, I've been doing this work with my awesome coaching clients since 2009. The work that I do, it works every time. You just have to do it. You know, just listening to me talk about it, that's not doing the inner self diet. You have to actually get into the inner self diet. You got to do the steps and have the accountability system and, you know, go through it. Go through the process. Uh, Otherwise, words don't teach, only experience teaches. Uh, Hey, if you want to have just a little bit of 
insight or just take a tiny tiny baby step start learning just a tiny little bit more go over and grab my free ebook you can get that at www.easyfunweightloss.com www.easyfunweightloss.com now on today's topic here on the JoLynn Braley show we are talking about I am talking about really it's just me I'm here in my home office recording studio with my two Pomeranians Happy and Little Benny they're both sleeping right now but uh, so really it's just me talking right so I am talking today about this topic of why you feel so depressed when you stop eating all of that junk right junk food and maybe maybe it's not necessarily totally junk food. You might not be hitting the fast food drive through every day, but you're hitting the frozen food section of the grocery store or the boxed section of the grocery store. You're eating highly processed foods. And so what happens? Why 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 do you go through this if you stop eating that food you feel depressed and then if you don't have a way to move through that it's really really easy to go back to eating that stuff again okay not to mention on top of that having the problems of the emotional eating the binge eating the food addictions all of that using food as a crutch okay so why do you feel depressed when you stop eating junk when you stop eating highly processed food when you stop going to that fast food drive-through when you stop eating all the processed foods okay why does it make you feel depressed well one reason is a very simple basic biological reason and that just has to do with the fact that highly processed foods have a lot of gunk in them all right if you read the if you read your ingredients labels instead of just buying things because they taste good or buying things because they're convenient or buying things because that's what you're used to eating if instead you read the ingredients labels not the nutrition panel but the ingredients labels whatever the first four ingredients on a an item are those are the highest concentration of ingredients in that food product if you start reading the ingredients of food products that you buy you will more than likely find that in the first four ingredients that number one ingredient or number one through four is going to be sugar and there's different forms of sugar but sugar is highly addictive physically physically it's a highly addictive ingredient Okay, but then along with that, MSG, which usually on an, on an ingredients panel, it's not going to say MSG because there are many different names for MSG because as long as the concentration of the MSG, as long as it's not pure 100% MSG, the FDA doesn't require that it's called MSG. You can look this up, look it up on Google, okay? So if an ingredient has 99% uh, MSG, but it's not 100% MSG, then it's legal to call it a different name. It could be called blue, and I'm just making that up. But it could be called blue. If it's 99% MSG, it doesn't have to be uh, labeled MSG unless it's 100% MSG. Okay, if you're not familiar with what MSG is, it 
enhances the taste of a product and in fact there has to be MSG in low fat products because if MSG was not in those products those products would taste like cardboard. So MSG it messes with the chemical makeup of the body. Listen, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. You can research all of this. All right? You can you can do all kinds of research on this and and uh, get background on what I am sharing with you in a very large overview of how how addictive processed foods are today to the human body. Okay? So, you, you know, you're more than welcome to do more research on these things. But when you have food items that have a, a high concentration of sugar, and then again, there's different forms of sugar, there's different names for sugar, and then you have MSG in there, and then you've got preservatives and other additives and all these different chemicals, okay? That stuff messes with the human body. And when you stop eating those chemicals, those ingredients, it causes a withdrawal in the body. All right? And this is just the simplest way to explain it. So when you go through that withdrawal, and it takes about three days, it could take a total of two weeks to really start feeling good. If what you're doing, if your goal is to eat clean, all right? If you've heard any of my other podcasts, and you've heard me talk about, talk about eating clean, and that I dropped 28.6 pounds of fat last year and have maintained it, and just doing that by eating clean, which means that I'm eating whole foods, which means that I have to cook and plan ahead. But it's not a big deal to do those things when you have the right mindset. And mindset's 92.8% of the solution, the puzzle, the whole game of permanent weight loss. And the mindset, that's what I teach in the Inner Self Diet. When you have the right mindset, it's not a big deal to live a healthy lifestyle, to eat whole foods, to plan ahead, to use portion control, to cook and do all those things. Okay? But then to get into that, and when you have been eating mainly highly processed foods, and then you stop eating that junk, then you, because you, your body goes through that withdrawal phase, really, it can feel depressing, but that's just one aspect of why you feel depressed and maybe you feel lost and maybe you feel very uncomfortable when you stop eating that stuff. Okay, there's a bigger reason why you feel depressed or uncomfortable or anxious or upset when you stop eating all of those foods that you're physically addicted to the bigger reason that you feel depressed when you stop eating junk is because of having an emotional addiction to that food. When you have lived so many years going to food for your comfort and using food as your quote-unquote rock in life, or 
using food as your best friend, your lover, your coping mechanism, your everything, when the first thing that you do is if you have the slightest upset, okay, it might not even be anything major. It's, it's not that you got in a car accident or your cat died or one of your family members died. It's not even anything major like that. It's just that uh, somebody at work looked at you sideways and in your mind you turn that into something that maybe it's not but then with your upset over that person looking at you sideways your first thought is always food okay the thing is is that food is supposed to be fuel for the human body and that doesn't mean that you're supposed to hate what you eat or eat gruel all day that you don't even enjoy but food is supposed to be fuel for the human body the ultimate experience is when you really enjoy the food you're eating and you're only eating when you're physically hungry you're stopping when you're physically full you're using portion control you're eating whole healthy foods, you've gotten off of the processed foods, so your body is being fueled with the highest octane fuel, and you also have the mindset that the way that you are fueling your body, it's an act of love and high self-esteem and high self-worth, high caring for yourself, all right? When you are in the frame of mind, when you have the mindset, and it's not something, it's not play acting, it's, it becomes who you are. And, and it, this kind of thing doesn't happen overnight. You've got to have daily action steps that lead you into what I'm talking about because 92.8% of getting what I'm talking about, it's an inner self shift. A food diet isn't going to give you what I'm talking about. Oh, and I need to remember to share this with you too. Maybe I should just share it right now so I don't forget. You see, another problem here is uh, when, okay, so let's say that you force yourself to get off of the junk food, the highly processed foods, and then you feel depressed because of physical withdrawal, which Technically, it really, okay, I said this before, but it really only takes three days to get that stuff out of your system. Give it a full two weeks and you've gotten it out of your system for sure. But um, when you don't have the tools, when you don't have the mindset tools, when you don't have the inner self tools, when you don't have the coping mechanisms to get through just one day of your life, without turning to food to try to feel better, then you're not able to go through the process of the physical withdrawal and get through that to get to the other side where you're feeling great about yourself because you're not able to cope, right? You don't have another way to deal with life because you're used to dealing with life with food. Food is your everything. It's your crutch. It's not just a physical addiction. It's an emotional addiction. It's your everything. Food has taken on 
a it, it's it's like a, a global perspective for your life it's almost like you're living in a bubble and the bubble is coated with food and thoughts of food and what am I going to eat how much am I going to eat should I eat this oh I shouldn't eat that and that's what this entire casing of this bubble that you live in is all about rather than living in a bubble where you're focused on hey what's the next step that I can take to really to really enjoy my life how can I make my work life even more fun how can I how can I have even more fun in my marriage where can we go on our next vacation that is going to be even more beautiful than the last place we went instead of where can we go on our next vacation where they're gonna serve us food 24 hours a day which I think cruises do that don't they I haven't ever been on a cruise haven't been on one but as far as I understand I think that cruises there's food available 24 hours a day and hey that's not a problem if you have food in perspective and you've got the right mindset and you're only eating for physical hunger then it doesn't matter if you've got food around you all day although I would not recommend setting up an environment for yourself so that 365 days a year you've got food right there in front of your face just all the time because that's only going to what's that gonna do what's your focus going to be on but that's kind of a different topic that just came out of what I was talking about there with the cruise topic but um, are you getting what I'm saying is this making sense okay so this is why you're not able to sustain forcing yourself to do a food diet and why you're not able to sustain sticking with it for longer than you ever have you know many 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 folks out there they they start they, they tell themselves every Monday okay now I'm gonna be perfect now I'm gonna do it now I'm going to stick with it a lot of them are not able to get past Monday afternoon some of them can get through Wednesday and that's it and then they say oh well I've already blown it so I'm not going to restrict myself at all which what that means that that uh, phrase means I'm just gonna eat whatever the hell I want as much as I want and stuff myself as much as I can I'm going to eat as many half gallons of ice cream as I can because I'm gonna start again next Monday and that's a 52 week cycle which easily leads to more weight gain and more struggle and more frustration and more obsession how do you get out of that cycle you don't get out of that cycle by thinking that a food diet will fix this because the food diet isn't going to fix it and then there's some folks that say well just eat whatever you want just go eat whatever you want and see if that fixes it but that doesn't necessarily fix it either because telling yourself that you're going to eat whatever you want and then you feel like 
crap about yourself for doing that, then that sends you into another cycle where you're still not fixing this problem. So that's not really a good answer either. You know, you do have to have, it, it, it's healthy. It's healthy to have boundaries, okay? It's healthy to have boundaries with your your way of eating. Boundaries is not the same as restriction. Okay, that, that whole phrase, restriction and restricted eating. In fact, I did a podcast about this recently. Uh, let's see, that was podcast number 274. In fact, it was just last week. Wow, it, it seems like it was such a much longer time ago, but it wasn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that was podcast episode number 274. An easy way to find that podcast is go over to fearlessfatloss.com, fearlessfatloss.com forward slash blog, B-L-O-G. And then in the search bar, which as of the time of this recording, the search bar is at the top of the page. It's near the top. Just type in there the pound sign and then 274, pound sign 274, hit enter, and then you should see that podcast pop right up, which is about restrictive eating, okay? And you can listen to that whole podcast. But um, in general, there, whenever, whenever anybody says that they are restricting themselves or they, they're, they have a pattern of restrictive eating, that means that they feel like they're missing out, it's not their choice, and they don't feel good about it. That is not the same as having choice and setting healthy boundaries for your healthy lifestyle. There is nothing wrong with having some kind of a structure and boundaries in how you eat. But when you have the right mindset and you're doing it from a place of choice and decision and full empowerment rather than coming from a place of victimhood and that somehow, some way, they out there are doing it to you and holding you back and that it's their fault that you're fat, which is never true, okay? Um, when you're coming from a place of choice, then it makes sense to have some kind of boundaries in your eating. And so that's why going to the opposite end of the spectrum, and, and this is what some people teach, they say, well, if you're used to restrictive eating, then just go eat whatever you want. Just eat whatever you want and eat it all out and see how far you get. And, you know, I... I'm not into that. I, I, and it doesn't, you know, I've had coaching clients who said that didn't work for them. And, uh, it, it just, it's like kind of a, a swinging of the other side of the pendulum. It's a, it's another extreme. Okay. So bottom line, eating a diet of highly processed foods will create a physical addiction in the human body because the ingredients are physically addictive. That's just chemistry. It's 
It's chemical makeup. It's biology, all right? There have been studies done on the human brain that sugar creates a higher, more uh, powerful, a pow more powerful addiction and reaction in the human brain than cocaine. Okay? So there's that. But then when you also have a habit, you have a lifestyle, you have a pattern, and you've been doing it since childhood of using food to try to feel better, emotional eating, or using food to try to relieve stress. Maybe that's binge eating. Or maybe you have a faulty thought that binging gives you freedom. You might not even be conscious of that. But when food is when food has become more than what it's supposed to be and it's no longer fuel but it's your everything okay now you got a problem so not only do you have a physical addiction but you've got an emotional addiction and then you've got problems where when you've been in that pattern for so long your self-esteem has been knocked down, your self-confidence has been knocked down, you're doubting yourself all the time, you're looking for all kinds of different information all the time, information that contradicts itself because this person over here, this dietitian over here is saying, don't eat fat. And then this dietitian over here is saying, you got to eat lots of fat. That'll make your body lose weight. And then you've got this dietitian over here saying something else. This one says, don't eat dairy. This one says, eat dairy. And you're totally out of touch with what works the best in your body. You don't even trust your own body. You don't even trust yourself. And everything is a mess. And then you try to make yourself do a food diet. And then you feel totally depressed because you're taking away the only thing in your life that you know how to use to try to feel better because you haven't healed your inner self. You don't have the inner self tools to feel better without the food and it's all just a big mess right and I understand because I've been there before but you're not going to get out of this by continuing the same cycle that you've always done it's like Einstein's definition and definition of insanity have you ever heard that Einstein's definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again while expecting to get different results and it is insanity you gotta learn how to do something totally different and you gotta be willing to break out of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is the cycle your comfort zone is the pattern even though it's hell even though it feels like crap and even though you're not getting anywhere with it you're not achieving permanent success with your weight you stay in it because it's what you know and your fears will keep you fat hey search my podcast for that too how your fears will keep you fat you can search for that over on fearlessfatloss.com do you notice you notice the what that domain is fearless fearlessfatloss.com there's a reason i call it that because fat is fear the fat on your body is a symptom of F-A-T, fear attracting thoughts. This is not a joke. This is not a test. <laughs> this is real. This is the real thing, okay? Have you ever considered that you've been trying to eat your fears? 
All right. So this can go off in another direction. So instead of going off in another direction, because this podcast is supposed to be focused on why you feel depressed when you stop eating junk, instead, just go over to fearlessfatloss.com forward slash blog and type in that search bar, fears keep you fat. Just type that in and see what you get. Fears or fears and fat, something like that. I've done a couple podcasts, I'm pretty sure, on that topic, and I've written articles about that, and um, yeah, but your fear will keep you fat. It really will. Fears of doing something new, fears of failing again, fears of, oh, well, could anything ever work for me because I feel like I've tried it all. Well, you've never done the inner self-healing I guarantee that because if you had, then you wouldn't be listening to my voice right now because you wouldn't be having struggles with food and your weight. Does that make sense? All right. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is it making sense a little bit? You know what I mean, Jean? Seriously. It's time for a commercial break here on the JoLynn Braley Show. This week's sponsor of the JoLynn Braley Show is my free ebook. Yes. Go get it. Go get it if you don't have it. You can get it now at www.easyfunweightloss.com, www.easyfunweightloss.com. And in my free ebook, you'll get three simple steps to start making weight loss easier from the inside out. Is my free ebook going to solve all of your food and weight problems? No, you really need coaching to do that because you got to have two-way communication. But get my free ebook. I guarantee you that if you read it and then if you take action with what I give you in there, you there, there's no way that you cannot at the very least get a paradigm shift in your thinking. At the very least, you will get a paradigm shift in your thinking and it's going to help open your eyes to not only how big this problem is, but why you haven't gotten to where you want to go with just tackling the food diet side of things or the exercise side of things, okay? You can have your ideal body, your fittest body, whatever that would be for your body shape and your body frame, you can get to your ideal weight and you can maintain it for life. But you've got to do it from the inside out if you want it to last and if you want it to be struggle free. So you can start by just grabbing my free ebook over at www.easyfunweightloss.com. Hey, you don't have anything to lose except a couple seconds of typing in your first name and your email address on that page. All right. I think I've said it a few times. Get it now at www.easyfunweightloss.com. Why not? I have a couple questions for you to ask yourself. On each episode of the JoLynn Braley Show, I give you questions to ask yourself. And the purpose of these questions is to help you get a little bit more out of this totally free weight loss podcast. I highly recommend that you pause the podcast, grab pen and paper. Oh my God, that's so archaic, isn't it? Who uses pen and paper anymore? I'll tell you who uses pen and paper, the smart people. So be a smart person. I'm sure that you already are smart, but be even smarter. 
get the pen and paper. There is a connection that occurs between the head, the hand, and the heart. When you write pen on paper, you don't get that connection if you only type on a keyboard, and you don't get any connection by just listening to my voice. When you just listen, it's pretty much things go in one ear and out the other, okay? But when you take a pen and you put it on paper and you write, and, and write each of these questions down that I give you, and then write your answer down to each question and see what you get, okay? It'll help you get out of your head and it will help you gain more clarity and help you get a little bit more out of this totally free weight loss podcast. Okay, question number one. How many times have I forced myself to do a food diet and then I end up feeling worse, I feel depressed, I feel uncomfortable, and I can't stand it and I just go back to my old ways? How many times have I forced myself to do a food diet and then I end up feeling uncomfortable, depressed, upset, anxious, and I get to a point where I can't stand it and I just go back to eating how I did before? because it is too uncomfortable. Number two question, what is my way of coping with life besides using food? What is my proven strategy? That's a better phrase. What's my proven strategy, my proven system for coping with life besides using food? Okay? You got to have a system, you got to have a plan, you got to have an action plan. Because just taking away the food, when that's your only coping mechanism, just taking that away, how will that ever work? Hey, let's make that question number three. Every time I've tried to take the food away, what has happened? Every time I've tried to take the food away, and when that's my number one coping mechanism, and you're writing all of this for yourself. I'm assuming that's your number one coping mechanism because if it wasn't, then you wouldn't have any problem. You wouldn't have any problem changing your eating and exercise behaviors, mainly your eating behaviors. You wouldn't have any problem doing that because food would just be food. Number four question Who is my coach? Who is my coach? Who is there for me in my corner, helping me to believe in myself? Who's my coach that believes in me when I don't believe in myself? Who is my coach who is being real with me, helping me see my blind spots that I cannot see, helping me move through this stuff, helping me get to the other side? Who's my coach? And the last question, if, if in the previous question, if you don't have an answer to that, if you don't have a coach, then this last question is, why? Why don't I have a coach? Why? Why? And write down all of your answers, all of your fears, all of your excuses, all of your reasons, all of your doubts, everything that is stopping you from hiring a badass permanent weight loss coach so that you can get to the other side of this stuff. Because the thing is, is that coaching is the quickest way to get from where you are to where you want to be. If, of course, you work with the right coach, if that coach has a proven system put together to help you heal the root of your food and weight struggles, and if you're willing to follow that system and 
stay consistent and follow the steps, do the work, right? Because these things are not going to change just by listening to me talk about them or just by hoping or wishing or praying that you can magically change these problems, right? You have to do something different to get different results. You have to take action. Hey, guess what? I'm a certified Law of Attraction coach besides all of my other certifications, but the thing that a lot of people don't understand about the Law of Attraction is it's not about just sitting there and thinking good thoughts or thinking thin thoughts and thinking positive thoughts about food and your body and that somehow magically you'll just get thin. That's not what it's about. You have to get into the right mindset and it is true. The basic foundation of law of attraction is what you think is what you get and this is true. But you have to take action in order to first change what you're thinking. Okay? You've got to have an action plan that you take action with to change how you're thinking so that you can get different results. But even with uh, with this body topic, right, and getting to your ideal weight, it's not just about thinking healthy thoughts and then and then continuing to behave the way that you do and then thinking that somehow you're going to just change or your body will change. That that doesn't work. All right? We all have to get real with this and the human body is not going to just change by thinking positive thoughts while you continue to overeat and binge eat and emotionally eat. That doesn't make any sense, does it? And the reason it doesn't make any sense is because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right? So uh, if you have ever heard of the law of attraction or if you have ever heard people talking about or writing about uh, thinking thinking better thoughts, thinking positive thoughts, thinking healthy thoughts, thinking thin to get thin, well, yeah, you do have to change your mindset. That's 92.8% of the challenge. However, it's not about just thinking. You have to doing. You've got to you've got to do you've got to take action with specific action steps in order to change your current mindset and then change your behaviors because in the end you're going to have to change your behaviors of how you eat, how much you eat, what you're eating, when you're eating, you know, the human body only needs fuel when it's physically hungry. So so can you see there's many interlocking puzzle pieces to this whole thing. And this is another reason why just forcing yourself to do a food diet, a new one each Monday, that's why that hasn't been sustainable. Okay? Is this making sense? Are you getting it? The good news is this stuff can be healed. It can be unraveled. You really can get to the place where you are living in freedom with food and your weight. 
You will not ever get to the place where your life is perfect, where you don't have any problems, and where you feel great 100% of the time. All right? But you can get to the place where even when you don't feel absolutely great, you can be in the place where you don't go use food to try to feel better. All right? Now, wouldn't that be awesome? To be able to go through life's ups and downs and you're not going to food to try to fix anything. That is the place that I teach my coaching clients how to get to with specific steps to transform to get there. All right? It's, it doesn't work to just talk about it. you got to actually do something. Hey, by the way, before I wrap up this podcast, if you would love to get to that place that I'm talking about, and if you're serious about doing it, and you know you need help to do it, and you would love to stop asking yourself, why am I so smart and successful professionally? You know, clearly, I, I, I don't have an intelligence problem. And then I, I know all these things about food and, and nutrition, but I'm not doing it. I keep sabotaging myself. What in the heck is going on? If you would love to break free of that, and if you'd love to be able to to get to this place that I just told you about, all right? If you'd love to stop the binge eating, the emotional eating, the drama, head on over to www.discovery-session.com. That's www.discovery-session.com. That's the place where you take your first step. What you do is you enter your first name and email address in the form on that page. And then after you do that, click the button. And then after you do that, you'll be taken to the next page where there'll be an application that you fill out. And you fill out that application to apply to get on the phone with me on a complimentary one-on-one weight loss discovery session. And I want to find out if or how I can help you. Okay? And that's probably what you want to know too. If you really want to get these problems healed and and released and do it in the least amount of time possible. If it makes sense to you that coaching is the quickest way to get there. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure you're working with the right coach you've got who has the system that can lead you out of the struggle and into the freedom with food and your weight. So that's where you start. You go to www.discovery-session.com. Now, hey, if you love my podcast and, and you're just looking for a way to say hi, I totally appreciate that. You don't have to fill out that application, though. Actually, what I'd love for you to do, if you're just looking to say hi and, and give praise about this podcast, I'd love to read your praise over in iTunes. If you'd go over to iTunes and search for The JoLynn Braley Show in iTunes and open it up, give us a rating, all right? I'd love it if you'd give the show a five-star rating in iTunes. I think it's a five-star show because... You know, I'm going beyond the surface to go to the real issues here. Uh, and then after you after you rate the show, give us a review too. And that's where you just type in one or two sentences. You know, share what your biggest aha is that you've gotten out of the, the free weight loss podcast here on the Joel and Braley Show. I would love to read that over there on iTunes. That would be so freaking amazing. Make sure that you are subscribed to the show also so that you don't miss an episode each week. 
Next week's episode of the JoLynn Braley Show, that is going to be on the topic of three signs you are a last supper eater. The top three signs you're a last supper eater. So be sure to tune in for that. That'll be another great show. At least I think so. I really enjoy doing this podcast. And and I love the feedback that I get from all of you folks who listen. And um, you know what's really funny is that I hear that the Get Real episodes are the most popular ones. Now those are the ones that I do once a month and and since I started the show the first week of January 2013 I've been doing one get real episode per month and um, those are a little they're they're more eye-opening and and they're more about hey let's get real here right so uh, I, I I really enjoy doing this this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening this week to episode number 275 of the show. Hey, I'm JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet. I wish you your best life living inside of your ideal body. Mm-hmm.